Hey, what's up? This is Kat, your host. Today is January 21st, 2020. We had to get rid of the dog because he was squeaking, and this is Queer All Year. You got rid of the dog? No, we didn't get rid of him. We got rid of him as in we put him upstairs because he had a ball and he was squeaking. And anyway, that is my sound producer and bro, McG, who is going to steal my dog. And I am Kat Jones, your host of Queer All Year, in case you didn't listen to our opening. Today is January 21st, 2020, and I still have my dog, I promise. If you'd like to see pictures of my adorable little golden doodle puppy, you can find us on social media at Queer All Year on Facebook. We are Queer All Year fam in our Facebook group. Our Twitter and Instagram are Queer All Year Pod, and that's probably where most pictures of Ike are going to go. Ike is my doggy's name because he's cute. If you'd like to help provide things for Ike, like bones and cute little bandanas maybe, or help us with our equipment and things like that, things actually related to the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at Queer All Year Pod. And we have all sorts of awesome tiers for you guys out there. Uh, You can get bonus content, bloopers, and believe me, ma'am, we just cut out a blooper that you guys would really like. So go out there, find that. Um, And the best way you can support us right now is to subscribe and rate and give us a five-star review if you think we're worth that. Four stars, for some reason, don't count. In Apple's ratings, you have to do five stars, and that bumps you up on the ratings list, and then people get to learn more about queer history, and they get to hear us talk about nothing, and my voice sounds like I'm dying, and I'm not, I promise, but, you know, then people get to hear whatever the heck I'm saying right now. So, we don't have a whole lot to talk about today, we have a Time Magazine article that's going to make me scream, and we have another Obama inauguration, and those are our stories, so let's move on to that. So we're going to talk about a Time Magazine article that is the most bizarre thing that I can imagine Time ever publishing. So on Friday, January 21st, 1966, they published an essay titled, The Homosexual in America. Now the essay does not have an author on it. But we now believe it was written by Time's Director of Editorial Development, Paul Welsh. He's dead. He died in 1975 at the age of 51. I'm sure he died still satisfied with the essay, which contains assertions such as, quote, Chances are that growing permissiveness about homosexuality and a hedonistic attitude toward all sex have helped convert many people who might have repressed their inclinations in another time or place. Other choice sentences include, Society is torn between condemnation and compassion, fear and curiosity, between attempts to turn the problem into a joke and the knowledge that it is anything but funny, between the deviant's plea to be treated just like everybody else and the knowledge that he simply is not like everybody else. The article also says that there's some kind of homosexual mafia in the arts, and people call it the Hominturn, which is a strange word that I looked up, and I will quote from an article from The Guardian for you guys. Hominturn 
is a portmanteau word, a mashup of Comintern, the name of the international communist organization that flourished between the two world wars, and homosexual. It referred, originally in jest, to the notion that a clique of gay men and, in smaller numbers, lesbian women controlled the arts world from behind the scenes, giving undue preference to the work of their lovers, ex-lovers, and would-be lovers, and skewing taste away from the natural and wholesome. Which is... I... That's more flamboyant than anything we could come up with, guys. That's... That's... That word is full of glitter, so... Okay, yeah, you keep you keep saying it's a bad word, you guys. That's I'm gonna say it's glitter. I also just read the words velvet mafia, and I want to join that so bad. So anyway, I'm gonna be saying the word homosexual in this a lot. It is bonkers how much this article uses that word, and I'm just I'm going with it because this article is just cool. Oh. So quote. For the most part, thinks Los Angeles psychiatrist Edward Stainbrook, homosexuals are failed artists and their special creative gift a myth. Which is also how you explain Hitler. Um, so I'm not sure about that. Hey, everybody, you want to know how to recognize a homosexual? This article so helpfully talks with some psychologists and doctors about it. Yay! So the late Dr. Edmund Burglar, and this is a quote, found certain traits present in all homosexuals, including inner depression and guilt. Inner depression, yeah, sure, because of you people, you doctors, whatever. Guilt, shut up. Irrational jealousy and a megalomaniac conviction that homosexual trends are universal. I don't know about you guys. I don't think I'm a megalomaniac. I have a very low opinion of myself sometimes I think most of us aren't megalomaniacs because I think most of us aren't CEOs and presidents and stuff I don't know you might be a megalomaniac do your thing but uh don't fall don't do it because this guy says so this guy's terrible he goes on their shell is a mixture of super silly superciliousness I think that's how you pronounce it fake aggression and whimpering like all psychic masochists, they are subservient when confronted by a stronger person, merciless when in power, unscrupulous about trampling on a weaker person. Again, this guy is more dramatic than any of us. We are also chronically dissatisfied, and we have to prowl through gay bars to find more people to sleep with. Our homosexuality isn't caused by any genetic or physical ailments, Oh no, it's psychiatric because we suffer from a, quote, disabling fear of the opposite sex, and it's your mom's fault. Freud thought it couldn't be cured, one of his few beliefs that wasn't as wild as all get out, but now that everyone in psychology has basically rejected him wholesale, they're a bit more optimistic about fixing the issue. Hello, conversion therapy. Apparently some doctor found 32 male homosexuals and was able to turn 12 of them straight. Sure. And the article cites a bunch of other conversions, which I I would like to see the N for that study. Please send me your study. I Yeah, sure. Marriages are pseudo-marriages and pathetic. 
And oh no, y'all, apparently we don't even desire a cure. We're horrible people for wanting to stay sick. There are a lot of homophile groups saying we're not sick though. And I'm not sure how many groups there were out there that actually called themselves homophile groups. I'm going to start calling myself a homophile, I think, because I like that a lot. I like it more than homophobe because homophobes are terrible. So if that exists, I'm going to be a homophile. Um, if that's not cool, let us know in the Facebook group. So now you have to join the Facebook group. What do you think about that? Um, so you remember how the Supreme Court ruling yesterday compared homosexuality to incest? Yep. Here we are again. Nothing we're not used to. At least it's not pedophilia this time. The word deviant or a form of that word appears at least four times. And anyway, that was printed in Time Magazine. Time Magazine. I should have researched what their politics were like in the 60s, but wow, I never thought I would ever hear anything like that in Time Magazine. It, you should read it. It's crazy. It is called, again, the, ho ho the Homosexual in America. It's January 21st, 1966, Time Magazine. Moving the heck on. Now... Today we're talking about Obama's second inauguration. Yesterday we talked about the first. I didn't get to attend the second. The first was freezing. I didn't want to die again. I think I may have died and just been, I'm still there, frozen to death somewhere. But Obama's second inauguration was the very first time a president, and hopefully not the last time, but we'll see, addressed the LGBT community in his address. Our journey is not complete until our gay brothers and sisters are treated like anyone else under the law. For if we are truly created equal, then surely the love we commit to one another must be equal as well. Which I think is a wonderful statement. I don't know how much I enjoy him saying gay brothers and sisters, but uh, we just have to get used to it. Gay is kind of an umbrella term, maybe. We don't have to get used to it. We're trying to get rid of it. No. So, it's a good thing. I'm not sure about politics in the future, and ter in terms of ever mentioning LGBT people, I would love to see an LGBT president. Can we, can we work on that? Please do that. Democrat, Republican, and queer parties. We don't need a two-party system anymore. Let's have a queer party. <laughs> Let's have a queer party anyway. Guys, come meet us in Topeka. We will have the queerest party ever outside of Westboro Baptist Church. Um, so that's really all the stories I have today. I looked up a lot of stuff and it was all very inaccurately reported. So I'm hoping I accurately reported these things to you. I took the ones that were easiest to back up and presented them to you. Some days we have short days, guys. Like... Some days, stuff doesn't happen. Uh, let's talk about how I should stop saying guys, because that's a gendered term, and I, I try really hard not to do it, and I do it all the time on here. Even in my scripts, I write in, who boy, and then I'm like, nope, that's got to go away. But then I go off script, and I say guys. And then sometimes I say girls. Lately, I've been calling just everybody. I've been like, girl, don't even, and like it can be like not a girl, and I got to stop that I think I got it from RuPaul but I'm gonna 
stop saying gendered things if possible. You guys can do like a thing maybe on the Facebook group, hint, hint, during Facebook group, where maybe you tally how many times I say guys and then I have to do something like I will donate to a charity every time I say guys and then I will be poor and I will stop doing it unless you guys donate to the Patreon and then I won't be poor. I'll still be poor. I'm going to stop saying gendered terms and I'm also probably going to get this episode winding down because obviously I am out of my mind all the time. Um, It's okay for me to be out of my mind. It's okay for you to be out of your mind. We are a family and we're going to get through all of the insanity of this world together. And you are an important part of history. You are important to me and to the world. And we love you. 